Welcome to another Soul Talk. This week we are continuing our study of Celebration of Discipline by Richard J. Foster. We're using his study guide for the Celebration of Discipline, and this week's discipline is the Discipline of Prayer. One one thing he kind of opens up with is kind of a reference to a hymn that I, I used to sing growing up in a Baptist church is he walks with me and he talks with me. And I never really thought about that in the sense of prayer, that we are constantly walking and talking with God. That's what prayer is. And kind of covers five misconceptions of prayer. But before we get into that, let's kind of break it down a little bit more. The first misconception of prayer is prayer mainly involves asking things from God. That kind of goes into our last week's discipline on meditation. Like like the meditation and prayer, we're asking what God wants us to do, what he created us to do, not just things he can do for us. That's very, we're limiting the power of God with those kind of things. I think he can do even greater things than we can possibly imagine. The most frequent experience during prayer should be one of lightness, joy, comfort, and serenity. And so the second misconception of prayers pretty must always be a struggle. And I never really thought of prayer as a struggle, battle. Um, I think when you're going through like spiritual warfare, it can be a struggle. But I think developing a daily discipline is more of a habit building than a struggle. But I think for some people, it can be a struggle, especially when you don't view it in a good way. That that prayers are really going to help you. That God's going to really talk to you. But I think really open your your heart and saying, God, like help me learn how to pray to you and grow closer to you. I think that vulnerability and humility really open you up to something great in your prayer life third uh, misconception of prayer is that we live in a closed universe and everything is fixed so what my understanding of what that is saying is that when we pray we're, we're kind of limiting things to our view of reality versus God's knowledge of reality and that like Things like, like for me, praying that my dad will be healed from dementia is really hard because I'm in this closed universe of no one's been cured from that yet. But God is the God of the universe. He created all things. He can do all things. And I think praying with earnest belief that those things can be achieved, God's will for it to happen... So I think that's one thing that we can, when we pray, we pray for what God can do, not we think God can do. So the fourth misconception of prayer is fear our faith will crumble if our prayers are not answered the first time or every time. I think that's more of learning to trust God and his wisdom and his purpose for our life and not what we expect things how we expect things to work out all things work 
according to his purpose in the good or the bad like I struggled a lot with depression and lost a lot of people to suicide and cancer bad struggles with dementia like I said but all those things have brought me to this moment where I'm able to help you and speak, speak into your life I hope prayers that you just trust whatever's happening to you has a purpose for your life that can help you really grow in this process of sanctification. So the fifth misconception is that you should pray once or any more shows a lack of faith. I think there's a lot of verses in the Bible that kind of against this um, where I can't quote them specifically right now but I know there's a lot of verses about like how we constantly like approach his throne with earnestly and just all faith like one that comes to mind is like Abraham and Sarah they were always praying for years to have a child they're praying eventually they they decided to take their own effort into it but God still decided to bless them with this and I think it just shows that God has his purpose when he wants these things to happen. And just, you know, trusting that he's the God of the universe. He can do all things coming to his throne and asking him to, to do these things in your life. And just trusting that in his sovereignty that he will give you what you need maybe not what you want so just kind of shift your paradigm on God's purpose in your life you're created to worship him and everything we do should be to the glory of him not to the glory of us pray that over you as you're going through these struggles that you just really learn to pray I think um, the theological background on this but I was taught that kind of the Lord's Prayer was meant to be more of an outline so each little topic of like my like praying for God's kingdom to come or praying for his will to be done whatever these situations are and not just some prayer that you recite like these each line has a specific context so just that's something you could use to practice praying more uh, radically this week's saturday verse is mark mark 9 14 through 29 so for mark 9 14 through 29 set so the stage this is uh when jesus boys when jesus heals a boy with unclean spirit when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them, scribes arguing with them, and immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute, and whenever it, it seizes him and throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth. And becomes rigid so ask your disciples to cast it out and they were not able 
And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately convulsed the boy, and it fell on the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and to water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can't, all things are possible for who believes. If you can, all things are possible for who believe. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that, a crowd came running together and rebuked unclean spirit, saying to it, You mutant deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never into him again. After crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them thought he was dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he rose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, That kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. So, I think the main connection for this week is this last line. This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. So this father, he was asking the disciples to heal him. But Jesus said, this kind of thing cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. So the Father comes, Jesus, who is God, is literally talking to him, but is in the act of prayer, like he's coming to God, like this is, you're the only one that can help. You're the only one that can do this. Help me believe that you can do this. And that, and that earnestness, Thing is what Jesus come to me, pray to me, and I can work these miracles in your life. And I just pray pray that uh, you're going through your struggles or different things in your mental wellness journey that you really learn this discipline of prayer and know that it's okay to come to God with these things and speak to him and listen to what he has to say I know that you will grow I'm, you can work through these things so ask people to pray for you we are a community if you have prayer you're listening to this and you're not a part of the group you're welcome to join us if you're in the area out to us with your prayer request that I think having other people pray for you really helps get things off your chest help know what's going on in your life so you're not going through this alone main thing with dealing with mental health is that Satan the adversary wants you to be isolated so that devour you like the roaring lion you know Separate the weakest part of the group. Speak these evil things on you, and and I think when we come into community, uh, we and we speak to other people, and they they see really going on in your life. They might be able to speak in to these things and help you see 
another perspective through it i think if that can be done than just trying to do it on your own so i pray that you really find a community thank you for listening to another soul talk as always if you'd like to more learn more about us visit prodigalsouls.com we have weekly workouts and messages like these and worship music and other resources to help you in your mental wellness journey also if you'd like to support us please visit our donation tab or our online store everything you purchase or donate will help support our programs by buying resources like the study guide or bibles or other materials to help people on their mental wellness journey thank you Thank you.